you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's up, everybody? Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks from Move the Sticks. Bucky, for those that haven't listened to our show, tell them what it's about. Two former NFL scouts with about 20 years of experience looking at the game from a different perspective, really digging into the personnel evaluations and also some of the team matchups. Also going to be focusing on the draft as it gets closer. And you can check out our show on NFL.com slash podcast. You can find it on iTunes as well as YouTube on the NFL channel. Just pump in Move the Sticks. The Around the NFL podcast will own you on the dance floor. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined by a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys? Hey, Dan. Welcome back uh, from the weekend. Hubba hubba. What a weekend it was. What happened, Mark? Do anything no, fun? No. Next person. I, I did very little. You oh, know, wow. on Sunday, your wife, Simone, a lovely woman. I really like Simone. Okay. Um, she was served as a family photographer for uh, Emily, myself, and young Jack. Really? In a park in Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, I, d- I uh, got a sneak preview of some of the... For a monetary fee? Some of the pictures. You know, we didn't want to take advantage of the Sesslers, so we took out the checkbook, so don't worry about that, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't pushing that narrative, but... A few came but Simone out good. did a great job. Yeah, she well, you, you mentioned that your your child was problematic oh. during it, so that's not easy. Well, Simone Sessler Photography. It's a side business. It's a business. Do you want to hand out the uh, Earl right now in a big spot <laughs> as he looks, as he scrambles right. the final? No, I want to make sure that the end is what I think. Continue on. I'll, okay. I'll drop it later. Anyway, <laughs> so that was fun. That was the highlight of my uh, Sunday. Yeah, my boy, who's a very good child, and I've been very uh, lucky uh, that he has not been – you know, a crazy kid, but he had a rough day. Um, he beat us this weekend. Like, after he finally went to sleep last night, uh, my wife and I looked at each other like, wow, he won this war this weekend. We were dead. We were done. The house was destroyed. We were exhausted. He just took us down. That's good. It's good job by Jack in a big spot. Sometimes you got to let the parents know who's boss. You <laughs> think did. it's too easy? I'm a kid. It was scare me. Other things that happened this weekend, I had – Wes, remember, I jokingly was asking you what you look for and what you don't look for in a woman uh, on the previous show. And, you you know, we came back, a little banter. Uh, a woman on Twitter uh, went after me saying I was sexist. Uh, it was about Miko Grimes, of course. Who I, I blocked that woman with impunity. Wow. And guess what? Guess who retweeted and favorited the, the tweet at me that I was a sexist monster? Miko Grimes. I'm dead. Yeah. I thought it was really weird Mika. that this this woman found Mika Grimes to be the sympathetic figure here. I don't know any upshot the of angle, you. Been, everything I, about it was off, but the fact that now I'm on Miko's grid, less than 24 hours after I said the one person I never want to be like, ha- I don't want to be in the crosshairs. Well, then of keep this your person. name out. You know, don't talk about her. Are you going to do? Is that your line? That's again? the first <laughs> rule of you Mika. and Jason Lockhead Farrick. 
That's the key. The first rule of Miko. You you want to stay off her radar. Don't mention don't mention Miko's name. And in Dan's uh, defense, he did invite the young woman onto the podcast. Who Miko? Yeah. Well, an you update. I did. You're right. But an update from last week, by the way. Armando Salguero, uh, the the writer who is going to get both. Yeah. He's still alive. Oh, not so are dead. you. We can add you to this update. Good, good, good. <laughs> so Miko might be after me, but I am still alive. Uh, we have a great show today, Monday edition. This is the first week after the start of free agency. So while there maybe there are not going to be a, uh, too many bombshells, well, there, there could be a couple uh, with some big-name quarterbacks. Um, now we're going to get some real roster building. This is one you want. Uh, you want some really clear-eyed analysis, and that's what you guys bring. I consider myself blessed just to be here when you guys start just telling me about William Hayes and why is Casey Hayward a great fit for the charge. This is what I get excited. This is what gets me jacked up. I, I'm not sure I believe a word of that I from Dan, but I, it was an <laughs> excellent and professional segue. Uh, so, yes, today we will get into the news, what's happened since the last time we were with you, which was Friday. Uh, let's bring back the speed round, if for no other reason. i just like to hear the music. 8 o'clock delight. Yeah, love 8 o'clock delight. And also, um, one other thing before we uh, get into the news, it did come out, it broke last week that Slack had uh, entered into a partnership with Bill Simmons. Uh, the uh, famous podcast and former ESPN columnist now has his own website. Uh, what's it called? The Ringer. The Ringer. Uh, they have entered into a business partnership with with the sports guy, which um, was confirmed through several sources this weekend. And uh, I spoke with someone in our uh, upstairs, a shadowy league figure that wor- works in the advertising realm upstairs. Said, "Hey, this sure. this can fly." And this was the exact line I received. Why buy the cow when you get the milk for free? Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. So (laughs) she's right, though. So from now on with this podcast, guys, start slacking. Don't sign up for slack today. How about we just ignore? Yeah, that would seemingly be the move. Start slacking, ignore slack. Well, that's what I just said. Yeah. Did you not hear the news? No, I just mean never... To put it in Greg, that terms, was negative press. It might be more effective no if you just say nothing. How about negative though? How about we go after? Negative is uh, good that's press. Just giving him that's like you know. There's no press is bad press. Uh, how about just start slacking? At this point, we've essentially lifted up four or five potential sponsors with you know roughly thirty minutes spread over multiple right. episodes and ad mm-hmm. you know mentions and maybe the point being we don't give anyone attention until they come to us. With money, right? Sponsors. Except for Dick Sporting, it's goods. a shaky business well, plan. Whale. It's a shaky business plan. Continuing to mention, it's it's probably a shaky editorial plan too. This running Slack bit. Why? Well, I'm just saying. Why, boss? I'm just saying. Slack's had enough time. That's why I'm saying start Slack and don't sign up for Slack today, <laughs> unless you pay us. Then it's I quit think, Slack. Greg, get Dan in a room and explain this later. All right. <laughs> My review's coming up this week. So yeah. Maybe then. All right. Let's get to it. Also, we're going to – Wes wrote a piece on the website, uh, Five Franchises on the Rise. We'll kind of pick into that a little bit and also uh, share – You some. haven't read it. I really enjoyed it. No it's way. Some of your best work, and we'll uh, get into that. But uh, before that, we will do the news, and to do that, we got to say hello to the Irishman. Hello, Dan. How are you, buddy? I'm actually feeling pretty good today. Oh, good. As opposed to – Just all right. Huh. So Why actually? Like normally we. we well, you, I mean, come on. I don't have a case of the Mondays today. I You're feeling pretty good. good versus just all right. Yes. I mean, I have not a, a huge new, difference. I have my new polo on, and I got about two comments on it. So mm. I will take a close look at it. You have the white T-shirt underneath it. That's that a big uh, Emika Rosenthal no-no. Well, that yeah, that's really for like a button down. That would See, even be the bigger. Yeah, flight. you don't want to be showing your your undershirt. <laughs> a lot of yeah. wife talk. I, I agree with Emiko. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of more casual today though. If I'm going to go dressed up, then I won't show anything. Okay, Simone, very talented by the way. It is by the way the website. My concern was I didn't know if she'd want it out there, but I guess why not? Sesslerphotography.com. Very good. Let's do some news. If it isn't legal in all 50 states, Martavis Bryant, stay away. <laughs> I do love uh, sports yackers giving life advice on uh, live airwaves to a person that's almost certainly not watching or listening. Uh, yes, the big news of the weekend, the Pittsburgh Steelers 
Uh, thought they were all set to have an amazing uh, Martavis Bryant season. It's not going to happen in 2016. The NFL announced Monday that Bryant has been suspended without pay for a minimum of one year for violating the league's policy on substances of abuse. Uh, rap sheet, uh, Ian Rapport reported over the weekend that this suspension was coming. Um, in the wake of this development, one of Bryant's agents said that the wide receiver plans to check into a rehab uh, into rehab and undergo an evaluation for depression. Uh, so here's the and here's the statement from um, that agent, Brian Fetner. We're all stunned, me included. We clearly miscalculated the issue. His isn't a party issue; it's a coping issue and a depressing a depression issue. And he's got to take care of it. And it, it is depressing. Depressing news, Chris Wessling about Martavis Bryant. Well, I don't want to get into the whole weed discussion. I mean, everybody's got their own opinions on that. But from a on-field perspective, I crunched some numbers yesterday because I was writing an article on how Ben Roethlisberger was set up for the first MVP run of his career, I think. <laughs> I mean, been saying he, that for years on this podcast. We say every yeah. year. This, this is the most loaded offense in the league when Martavis Bryant's on the team. Since he got to Pittsburgh, they have scored 30 points or more in roughly 50% of the games he's played wow. and 25% of the games he has not played. He's that much of a difference to them. They averaged 29 points with him on the field and 22 points with him on the sideline. Well, just in terms of pure talent, that's the most talented starting wide receiver duo in the league, and so you lose half of that. In terms of pure talent, I think you could put Bryant now among the top 10 talented I don't think there's any question. Top 10 talented wide receivers in the league. And it's it's just a shame because we love watching that Steelers team play. They seem like they have had it all going on going into the season. I still think they're they're so good that they're they're going to be fine even without them. They added Ladarius Green, and yet you'll just have this feeling the whole time that you're not seeing the full Pittsburgh experience. And that and that happened last year too with the injuries to Le'Veon Bell and, and Ben Roethlisberger. And you you start to think like maybe this is just like a their little snake bit. They have this potentially historic offense, and we may never see them all on the field together really thriving. Um, I'm sure that breaks your heart, Mark, as a Browns fan. But it does set back the Steelers a little bit. I'm sure they're still going to score a lot of points, but you can't take out a guy of this guy's, uh, this amount of talent, and he showed it last season. They're going to be worse off, you would think. Well, I mean, I guess the hope is that Sammy Coates can step into a larger role. I mean, I think with Green, that addition at tight end is huge, and it still feels like an offense that if Antonio Brown's healthy the whole season – they're going to fry people still. But it but he had what, seventeen touchdowns, Brian, over two seasons? I mean that you can't just replace that. I mean this um, this is actually kind of serious, Greg. We do our making the leap uh series every uh year. We already did Ladarius Green a couple of years ago in San Diego, but he's got a whole new setup and not to put too much pressure on Green, but now that you take Brian out of it, perhaps he has an even bigger role in the offense. A second time on the making the leap list. What do you think? We've done it before. Oh, we have? We did someone back-to-back years once. Really? Wow. Someone was injured. That's grim. The only reason he hasn't made the leap has nothing to do with himself and everything to do with the presence of Antonio Gates. I think the the way he played last year, he made the leap for me personally. I think he played much better last year, Green, than he had previously in his career. It didn't all show up in the stat sheets. But what a costly moment it is, too, for Bryant. I mean, he has to give back by rule over $100,000 of his signing bonus. He doesn't get paid for the season. I mean, granted, I'm not saying he's he's poor, but he's a guy that's getting paid about $500,000 a year after tech. He now has to figure out how to live for the next year. He's dealing with depression and substance abuse problems. Like it's not a it's not uh, the most simple thing for a 20 what is he? 24-year-old uh to handle right now. Hopefully he's worried. A uh, in other news, uh, back into the free agency market, Eric Weddle for nine years was really the heart and soul of the Chargers defense. They had a bit of a messy falling out, as we know, and now he has found a new home. Uh, it uh, was learned on Monday uh, per rap sheet that Eric Weddle signing with the Baltimore Ravens, a four-year deal worth $26 million, $13 million in guarantees, $9 million in the first year. Uh, this was a three-time Pro Bowl uh, uh, player in San Diego, two-time first-team All-Pro selection. So that really tells you how good this guy was, uh, Greg Rosenthal. And now uh, he is in Baltimore. Uh, this feels like the type of situation where Weddle's going to have a bunch of good years and stick it to the Chargers. What do you think? 
Maybe not a bunch of good years because he's getting up there, but I 31. think it's, it's the perfect fit for the next two years, let's say, and the in a perfect team. They have obviously have the history of having Ed Reed there, but you put him next to Will Hill, that's a nice little safety combination. You probably get rid of Kendrick Lewis. That was a bad secondary a year ago. You're hoping maybe Jimmy Smith returns to form. Ladarius Webb gets healthier. Suddenly you can you can just see the the – the Ravens are certainly not thinking like they're in a rebuilding process. I mean, you signed Ben Watson and Eric Weddle. Those are not rebuilding type types of moves. They're expecting to win the division again, I think as they should. They're definitely not in rebuild mode because any see what happened last year, you lose Flacco for basically the whole year, and you got Matt Schaub in games. I mean, you've got to just <laughs> they were wipe done, it away. They were done by then anyway. They were done. Yeah, but I mean, they just if you're the Ravens, there's no reason not to think that what happened the season before can't be duplicated. I like the signing for them, and it feels like a very Ravens-type addition. Ozzie Newsom doesn't really he's, – he's really choosing when it comes to free agency. He doesn't really dive all in, and uh, he usually comes away with something good. This seems to me like the defensive version of Steve Smith where you get a couple of years where he stiff arms father time and hasn't really hit his decline phase just yet. And this is a guy I think that's been waiting to be – on a better organization, maybe be in the spotlight a little more. I think he's going to enjoy playing for a team like the Ravens, who will be in prime time a lot. The Ravens are a team that I think will go into this season, not that teams struggle for motivation, but just seems like they're going to have the eye of the tiger to, to prove that last year was a fluke. Is that- really the last two years. People forget two years ago. Wait, am I crazy? What? That they've had two bad years in a row? No, yeah. they no, went to the playoffs. Ago, they almost beat the I'm, Patriots. I'm confusing uh, the season before that. The Patriots yeah. needed a pair of trick plays to beat them. Does he have to keep the uh, overly long beard simply because it's his Twitter handle? Can he not? You just can't shave. He pulls it, now? it up. I well, believe he shaved it. I was thinking of the eight and eight year. So that's two two out of the last three years they've been mediocre or worse. But uh, I think he shaved it. I think it's gone, didn't he? You said "Eye of the Tiger" earlier. Is that your turn of the phrase, or is that <laughs> is well, that an original? Is that a rose? Well, original? that was like feels really Rosen Rosenthalish. Feels rosy. Well, I believe it was a popular song back in the 70s or 80s. 80s. Really coi- wow, coined it. So Name the artist, Wes. Uh, hold on. Give me It would be weird for me to take credit for it. I was just checking. Yeah. No. Survivor. <laughs> I was going to say. I was asked you for a listen, second. Listen, we, we got a podcast to right. tape here. Dan, let me ask you a question real quick. Yes. Does Eric Weddle see what Rodney Harrison did when he left after eight years in San Diego and said, you know what, that could be me? Look I like that. that. I think Weddle uh, probably did – Go down the path of Rodney Harrison, mm. the Irishman gunning for Mount Rushmore. So you're telling me we aren't going to get a Steelers Super Bowl, but we're getting another Ravens. Well, while we're wildly off topic, uh, how about Peyton Manning in his press conference goodbye, where he was just listing the all-time great defensive players he he mm. played against? Only listed about seven or eight players. One of those players was Rodney Harrison. I thought that was telling people. Rodney has been under underrated right. historically. Ah, give me a break. I bet we knock out. I bet we knock down that pass in Super Bowl Forty Two while we're there. Yeah. You also mentioned Rex Ryan, Peyton Manning, which much I'm sure it made Rex a very happy man. Rank number eight, Eric Weddle was on the top ninety nine. And Mark, you they are not rebuilding, more like reloading. They are reloading. <laughs> Makes me happy. We're gonna do a best uh, remaining free agents. Eric Weddle would. Oh, I love that idea. That. But uh, now he's off the list. So we're not. We don't need this uh, top ninety nine drop anymore if you haven't free agency problems i feel bad for you son i, I got, got 99 problems, problems but free agency ain't one we just put that one in the garage until next march it's okay <laughs> that's i would, it, it, it's no longer accurate because yeah. there's only about eight out of our top 40 left only uh, about 40 overall out of the top 100. can't say we didn't get good use out of it free agency's oh, over sure. i was on saturday and sunday for news coverage and they were as slow as any saturday and sunday in June and July. It was wild. Even by Friday. It was done within 36 hours. Wes, yeah. what was the difference between this Saturday and Sunday in your life and last Saturday and Sunday when you were in Tybee? <laughs> multiple substances. <laughs> you know, you keep on making these allusions to multiple substances. What could they be? Sun, sun, well, suntan lotion. Beer, wine, and liquor. Knowing Wes, it could be varied. Suntan lotion. BJ Raji is, let's just move on, you know, for your sake, Wes. B.J. Raji is set to take a hiatus from the NFL. Didn't see this one coming. The uh, the big man in the middle of the Packers of the defensive line for several years. I think he's been with them, what, seven seasons now? Um, announced Monday that he's taking a hiatus. Here's, the, here's his uh, statement. I am taking a hiatus 
from the NFL <laughs> and will not play during the 2016 NFL season. This decision was made after hours of conversation with close family members and mentors and considerable self-introspection. Oh, nice. And is one in which I am absolutely certain I cannot rule out a return to the NFL in the future, but I will definitely not be playing during the 2016 season. There you go, 29 years old. Wes, what do you think? Isn't the self extraneous in that sentence? Introspection is already. Ooh. Wow. Shots fired at a big spot. Wow. Raji taking down statement I mean, whoever his PR rep is, let's you know, oh. do better. Come on. Wes Sorry. now thinks he's a, an expert on PR. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's the guy I thought would have a much better career than he's had. He had a good career. I mean, nothing to be ashamed of that he started 14, 15 games, uh, I think six, six different times, five or six times. But after the 2010 season – what are you laughing at over uh, there? A, I'm looking ahead to the next news. Oh, okay. I'm like a point guard. I'm the next play is what I'm the, looking at. The 2010 season, he was great. There were, and uh, you kind of thought he was going to be one of those guys that are the best players at his position for a little while, and he just was not that after. He got a big contract. I think he's dealing well. So with he's had a lot of injuries. Yep. But I wonder if big we might guy. see more players do this move. Now it's two big names in two years where – he, he had, what, a groin injury for a lot of last year that he played through. He had a torn pec that he missed all of 2014, 2014 because of get healthy, see if he can come back. He's not that old. The trade-off, he's of course, is that young. you're giving away perhaps the final year of your prime, potentially. But that's what he's been signing, one-year contracts, one after the next. So. Yeah. Giving away the final year of your prime, but is it your prime if you're not yourself because your body's beat up? Will you be yourself after a year away from the game? It's, 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 I mean, it's, well, it's, it's, it depends with the injury. It's a, game that, it's a game that ravages your body, and if you can take a year off and come back fresh, that makes some sense Anthony to me. Anthony Davis did it, and right, it, yeah, it's especially at that position and his size. And I, I remember when we were at the Super Bowl, there was kind of the discussion like, who's the most valuable? I guess we weren't there together, but who's the most valuable Packers defensive player on that team? Is it Charles Woodson? Is it Clay Matthews or B.J. Raji? That was a legitimate discussion. That's coming off Raji's best season to think he kind of fell off pretty hard from there. If Wes came to you, Greg, and said, I need, you know, a year off, he, you know, we, he just had a busy weekend last weekend. I need a year off just to get my body right. Mm. Would you, uh, what would your response be? If the NFL would support, I think it would hurt this podcast a lot, which wouldn't be good. But uh, if the NFL was supported, I'm, I kind of like, it's not a crazy idea. It's called a sabbatical. You a liar. <laughs> how about I would not be able to support myself? Well, that's a problem. Well, you get paid to be off. How about you, Mark? Well, that's not going to What? Happen. One year, um, Simone, who I, I really like, and <laughs> everyone else close to you um, <laughs> signs off on it. Greg signs off, the Shadowy League figures, and you get one half of your pay. So basically get, you know, X amount of dollars. Where would you go? Um, this is total. Oh, serious. I would go multiple places. Where would but you I go have a first? family, so I would bring them. We'd have to probably all caravan across the country in Simone's, you know, Let's photo Let's assume that happens, but you decide, forever. you make a decision, conscious decision, to have a six-week solo sojourn before, you know. I'd go to, like, Scandinavia. Why? Because I've never been anywhere like that. Like, I would just get out of the United States. I've been all over the States. Just go somewhere. If you're going to go off the grid... Norway. I don't want to be like watching ESPN in a bar. Every night. I want to go. You go way off the grid. <laughs> I way never far away watching ESPN at a bar. Hmm? I, t- I agree with you. That's the last thing I. You just do. America's all the same. Feels like mm. you just got to get go way out. All right. Who knows where? Maybe Africa. Sure. Are you prepared to go to Africa? I uh, no. I mentioned where I would go, where? but I mean, who knows? It could be multiple places. Just you know, travel around. <laughs> Why limit it to this planet? No, it has no. to be realistic. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in other news, Colin Kaepernick, let's check in on his situation. Uh, we keep on hearing that this trade is going to happen, either whether Kaepernick goes to Denver or Cleveland or somewhere else, but it's going to happen. But here we go. And Kevin Patra, if you're asking why I chuckled, Greg, uh, the final sentence of Patra's lead on the most recent post, on Monday we sit in, a mar- in, a, in an amorphous cloud of uncertainty. That's where we are, folks, in an <laughs> amorphous cloud of uncertainty. That's where Mark wants to take his year off. NFL media columnist. I feel like Sessler's writing is, is now infecting the rest of the group. <laughs> Mike, taking cues from Sessler. That's good. Michael Silver reports that all's quiet on the Kaepernick front with the Broncos holding firm in their belief that Kaepernick is worth a fourth-round pick. Uh, there's no movement with the Browns. Per Silver, the Niners are, quote, 
chilling. <laughs> well, they can chill because they, it's the it comes down to like chilling it. on their interest in a trade or like I, well, I chilling. No, I chilling. think they're in the driver's the seat. No, he, yeah. he's trying to say it's like it's like Jed York and you know Chip Kelly. They're just hanging out on the couch watching, you know, watching some old movies. Bachelor, half baked. <laughs> I mean, Kaepernick's holding up this whole flow of quarterback movement. So the Niners don't need something to happen this minute. Now, he does have – doesn't some con- some money kick in for Kaepernick soon? April 1st. So they've got to come up with The team has until April 1st before yeah. $12 million of Kaepernick's salary is guaranteed for 2016. That's ages pick that from up now. anyway, wouldn't something, it? Something about this is strange to me, that the Broncos would be willing to make him their starting quarterback and pay him all the money – but they can't move off of a fourth round pick to a third round. And they pick. don't have a fourth if, round if you, pick. If you, yeah, they don't even have one. But if they would have to find one or use a 2017 pick or something. But if you're willing to go that far, you're willing to pay him 13 million dollars next year. Why wouldn't you be willing to just bump it up? That's a pretty important well, spot you got. That's an excellent point, Greg. We do give like on Friday show we gave the Jets credit for knowing the market and holding tight and waiting for it to come to them. Maybe yeah. maybe John Elway is that confident that there's nobody else that's going to step in. Well, the Browns don't make sense to me either that they're willing to give up a, a third-round pick, essentially, and that's the top of the third round, well, and yet they want him to take a pay cut. So they see him as a guy that would be battling to start. I think so because I, I know that it's March, and so everyone is ultra-fascinated with Colin Kaepernick, but – they already have two veterans on the roster that if you just want to get through a bad season with placeholders, they've got two guys on our contract and you got the number two pick. Why do we need to turn everything around for Colin that, Kaepernick? That, that's absolutely true. It's more just that they are willing to give up the draft pick in the first place. Yeah. I Not for I, nothing, Josh McCown outplayed Colin Kaepernick. I would agree with that. Well, the entire NFL outplayed yeah. Kaepernick. I think it's it's gotten forgotten that he looked just as bad as RG3 did the previous year. And RG3 people think are thinking is just hands off. But Kaepernick for especially the back half of his season last year, it was about he was about as lost as you're gonna be for a starting quarterback. Uh moving on, Kobe Fleener um signed with the Saints and free agency crazy money. I think he's making more guaranteed money than Gronk right now. Kobe Fleener. That's that's the world that we currently <laughs> live in. It's good to be a mid tier player hitting free agency. Um that, he had, that Gronk contract he signed that too early. $18 million guaranteed. Well, he was coming off a of back surgery. I get it. He, he should make a stink. I get it, though. You know, you're coming off a couple back surgeries. Team wants to buy low, and they, they were smart. But he is so underpaid. The entire – I just read this. Um, ben Violin, Volin. Volin, yeah. They're in, almost their entire defensive core is, will become free agents yeah. for next season. They're going to have to So if you're Gronk, you got to get to work here. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> Kissing Cousins. Mark's funny. Why? Ben Violin. <laughs> Why? What is it? What is it? Ben Volin? Ben Volin. Volin, Volin, Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I was as perfect as you guys are. So you're um, saying because they got to pay Chandler Jones and Jamie Collins and whatnot. Well, I would say he, before. He get paid. It's not going to happen. now before half the team is. Uh, it's not going to happen. Don't we feel like with Brady and Gronk being massively underpaid, there must be like a Swiss bank account somewhere just collecting money for them the minute oh. they leave the game You know, the from Bra- the Crab family. The numbers on the Brady deal came out. It wasn't so bad for Mr. Brady. I saw that. He got a nice signing bonus, yeah. which in the NFL, the signing I bonus I mean, as is he every- should, he's, he's Tom Brady, but it, was, it wasn't this thing where he's now so much un- you know more underpaid than the rest of the league. So I brought up Gronk because uh, Kobe Fleener is the topic of this news item. He's he signed with the Saints, and in a uh, introductory conference call with uh, New Orleans uh, New Orleans reporters, said that he felt that some players on the Colts last season were along for the ride uh, after Andrew Luck's uh, injury. That did not sit well with Jarrell Freeman, who uh, was with the Colts last year, the linebacker. He had this to say to WTHR.com Sunday night. Fleener, he didn't have the balls. That pisses me off. And he must have been looking in the mirror when he when he did the interview. I despise guys like that. That's what little girls do. Talk about you when you're not around. I'm a grown man. If I see something I don't like, I'm going to have a face-to-face convo. Well, that kind of flies in the face of some of this rhetoric when you drop convo in it. 
with that player slash players, and we are going to get an understanding. I feel like I had a hand in building what's over there, so he's blanking on me too. That's a blank move. Whoa! Isn't Freeman Drell's angry? Doing the same thing. He's talking about Kobe Fleener when Kobe Fleener's not there. Well, I think well that's true, but I think more the idea of your questioning guys' effort. Well, but it, Kobe Fleener does not feel like if you were to line up the guys on the Colts that could really, you know, squawk about last season, Kobe Fleener would not be high on that list. Why is he calling anyone out? Just go go to work. I feel the exact same way. I was surprised that Kobe Fleener had the nerve to say anything. That's a fair point. And they've been they they were teammates for 4 years. This doesn't come out without Jarrell Freeman probably having some opinions on Kobe Fleener going into this. That, yes. That, yeah. This set him off. That this guy of all the guys to talk, give me a break. Yeah. I earned it. I earned it undrafted out of Mary Harden Baylor. First NFL wow. player ever out of Mary Harden Baylor. I didn't even know that's a, that exists. That's a school. Isn't that oh. Is that part of Baylor? No, I think it's There was a a combine quarterback Last year that we all fell in love with him. Forgetting on his name, I'm forgetting his name right now. I think he went to that school. Doesn't matter. Mm. Great woman, Mary Harden. Baby. Freeman getting six million less. Uh, get, actually, no, sorry, twelve million less guaranteed than Kobe Fleener. Maybe that's where some of the agitation is sourced from. Freeman also part of our speed round. Spoiler alert: Belton, Texas. <laughs> By the way, um, do you think how long do you think it will take the? the Slack comments that were made today in the show to get back to Slack headquarters and just start making waves. Well, I'd say 50 minutes after the show's up. Greg, you were right. Started as the fe- female department of what is now <laughs> Baylor University. Okay. <laughs> that makes some sense. Uh, I I assume Slack has a regular meeting to discuss what we say on this podcast. Slack war. <laughs> it's like they're all right, you know, it's like the day after each one of our podcasts they have a, a big company wide The free ad sales meeting. We ain't good enough for you, Slack. We'll take your act up the highway because we don't want you no more. Start slacking. Don't sign up for Slack today. Let's go to the speed round. Drell Freeman. Yes, as Mark uh, hinted at uh, signs three-year deal with the Chicago Bears, leaving the Colts. Mark, you have any other thoughts on that? I mean, him and Danny Trevathan talk about a duo. That Bears defense is going to be interesting. Also signed Akeem Hicks. They look a little more professional. Saucy. Casey Hayward signs with the San Diego Chargers, the cornerback formerly of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, signed a three-year, $15.3 million deal. Former second-round pick, Rand Getlin reports, Wes. Was the Packers' best corner last year? If Brandon Flowers has a bounce back season, the Chargers have a really nice cornerback trio there with Jason Barrett. Uh, Rams making moves. Mark Barron will remain with the team in LA. He agrees to a five year deal worth $45 million, according to Rap Sheep. Defensive end William Hayes also agreed on a three year deal worth $21 million. Break it down, Sizzler. I mean, if you can just keep ask, you know, adding defensive linemen over and over to the Rams, that's what you got to do. Wasn't Mark Barron in our show like three shows ago? Yes, that was <laughs> William Hayes. William Hayes. Good rotational end. Eugene Sims signed over the weekend, though. Yeah. It barely matters. The Indianapolis Colts have signed former Packers quarterback Scott Tolzien. Wes almost impossibly wrote 350 words on it. Tell us more, Chris. Scott Tolzien, he developed under Jim Harbaugh and Mike McCarthy from un- undrafted to a solid backup behind Aaron Rodgers, but they have Brett Hundley, who led the NFL in passer rating last year, so they're ready to make Hundley their backup. The Colts swoop in and get a quality backup. McCarthy loves him. <laughs> the Jets signed Jarvis Jenkins. Some depth there, baby. What, uh, Greg, tell me what I need to know. Former making the leap candidate, Jarvis Jenkins, was number 36 back in 2014 or something like that. Wow. And He's we, respectable. We just signed Kiri Robinson, another former making the leap candidate, it looks like Big Mac is plugged in on NFL.com. Mark Sanchez, press conference introduced with the Broncos. His haircut is not good. I need to get in touch with him about that. But his goal is to be the Broncos starter this year. He says it is a dream come true to play for the Broncos. Mark, former Denver resident. Sounds good in March. Let's talk again in April, May, June, July. You're not starting for this team barring a disaster. My goal is to be a millionaire this year. How much time do we have left? Uh, about like a third. Really? How's really everything bad else, hair? Guys? I thought his hair looked all right. No, it looks terrible. I mean, really? He's sharply dressed. It's today. very, it's very tight and high at the top, and the mm. part is in a weird spot. 
he's a, an attractive man. Well, I, he, he's also, he knows what he's doing. He immediately puts it out there during his press conference. Hey, ladies of Denver, I'm single. Here is the exact quote. I've seen a lot in this league. I'm not married. I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have kids. I just want to play ball and I want to win. Wow. Really, it came out of nowhere, the allusion to being completely untied down. That's, it's a veteran move. Speed run complete. <laughs> Makes it look like he's somehow some, uh, he's got him, he, like, couched it in a thing that makes him look like a hard worker, but really he's sending out the Greg's still message. discussing speed round topics well, post-speed round. The whole Sanchez thing was he, not really speed round. And, he, you know, people like to have fun with Sanchez, that he hasn't had a great career, and he certainly hasn't had a great career, but he's made a lot of money. He's now been in the National Football League. This will be his seventh season. And he's going clearly going the Jeter route, where he's going to wait until he's 44 and he gets it all out of his system. Then he'll settle down. I, I, listen, Mark Sanchez, everything's okay with Mark. Before we it's had, not, too it's much not like he's a monk, you know, hidden away. The guy is, I'm sure, had plenty of good times. And more to come is what I'm saying. It's good to be Mark yeah, Sanchez, he's doing even in fine. 2016. All right, now, Wes. Oh man, couldn't believe it as I read it. Each word better than the one before it. Uh, five franchises on the rise, NFL.com. Uh, you could see this at NFL.com slash Wesseling. That's a real thing. All of our content, if you uh, do NFL.com slash and then the last name, you could see our uh, library of content. And this is going to be near the top of the list. Wes, uh, you broke down five teams, and um, none of these teams, well, one of them made the playoffs last year. But you have um, – Five teams on the rise, and right at the top, well, you didn't really put them in order. So why don't we start with one, West that jumps out to you, a team that was completely hopeless last year. And I love this piece, by the way. Completely hopeless last year. This year, hope has walked right into the building. Which one of these teams are you referring to? Oh, the, the one that, in your opinion, last year was the most hopeless. Now, here comes hope. Hey, hope, come on in. <laughs> I'm trying to get at the Jaguars. Go ahead. Oh, is that yeah. what it was? Yes. I didn't know which one you wanted. Pat. Yeah. Well, I think the Raiders are what my lead-in was. Um, to me, they are the best example of this. But the Jaguars and Raiders have one thing in common, that the rebuild happens by nailing a draft. And they both nailed the 2014 draft. Mm. The Raiders got Derek Carr and Khalil Mack, their franchise quarterback and a defensive player of the year candidate. The Jaguars got Blake Bortles and Allen Robinson, one of the best ten receivers in the league right now and a franchise quarterback. And once you have that structure in place, you can go out and get a Julius Thomas. And then the next year you can go out and get four of our top 40 free agents on defense. You, you've erected your offense. Go fix defense. And that's what they did. And the Raiders, they just went and got three of the top 15 players on our list. And to me, you're playing in the worst stadium in the league and you're able to attract free agents into that thing. You're doing, you're doing something right. Listen, I don't know about the ownership in Oakland, there have been questions about the front office uh, after Al Davis. But, you know, a lot of, I think, people both in this room thought that Reggie and out, outside this room thought maybe Reggie McKenzie got too much rope. But maybe this is the story of letting a guy and letting a guy see it through. And now they got through all the cap hell they had to deal with and being the biggest laughing stock in football. And now they really seem to be perhaps turning the corner in earnest. He earned our derision, and now he's earned our credit. I think we're just being fair, and we've been fair all along. It certainly helps to have top five draft picks. Mark, is there something that the Cleveland Browns can learn from that standpoint? Well, I mean, the thing to learn is that and this, these are the exact right teams to be on this list, but they didn't just nail a draft. They nailed a quarterback in the draft. I mean, the whole AFC South outside of the Colts is on this list. Texans did it a different way, but the Titans and Jaguars – have hope because we have hope in Bortles. We have hope in Mariota. And so uh, if you keep swinging and missing on quarterbacks, if you're one of those teams that doesn't have one, you're not going to be on this list. There's no team on this list. Now, the Bears have Cutler. That's not, that's not too hot at the quarterback position. But there is there, hope here comes from the most important position in the NFL. It really hurt me to put Jay Cutler's team on this list. <laughs> it's for every reason but him, though. Yeah, Chicago. that's true. I'm actually stunned. I mean, Raiders fans are looking for, for more attention from us after last week. I saw some tweet about that. But they, they're at a point now on their defense that 
you still look at it in the back seven, and there's still hole. I mean, it's nice that they got Sean Smith. He's, I don't think he's going to change your entire team. I think he's a good cornerback. David Amerson was one of the best waiver pickups in a while. He, he was he played really well. good last You got to hope that he he does it again. Your safeties need are a little shaky. Your linebackers. You know, let's let's see. I, I still have a lot of questions on that on that defense, how good they're going to be. And then when it comes to Bortles and Carr, it, you're right that they're providing all the promise in the world. We both think really highly of them, but they're unfinished products. Like, we don't know how high their ceiling is. I think we've we now know that their floor is is pretty good, that you can get by with those two guys. But how good are they going to be? It's a, it's a big difference between being a top five guy which I think both of them have the potential to be, or you're somewhere close. Don't you? I, I 100% agree with that. We don't know the ceiling. But when you're even in the free agent process, because the Raiders, it wasn't just draft this time around. They were big players. with they're, they're able to get better free agents, not just junk, which was the only option to add players a couple years ago. People looking, other, other NFL players looking at the Jaguars with Bortles, looking at the Raiders, Raiders with Carr, that is an attractive, something attractive to latch on to. If they, if one of these teams had taken Manziel, for instance, and it, it, they wouldn't be on this list if you don't have that quarterback. I, I just, I think it's just they have money and they're paying it. And maybe it helped with the Raiders this year. But even Reggie McKenzie they had money said, last year and couldn't Re- get it. Reggie McKenzie said people are calling us now. That the whole dynamics flipped. And money is always at the core of it. But the Raiders actually look like a team that players would want to go play for now, not just get a paycheck. I agree. And I like the moves that Jacksonville. I like Amukamar. Just adding respectable starting players when you had way below league average talent starting for your team helps a lot. So he's only there one year, but I think they're ready to compete. They're, they're t- they have Kelvin Beecham in the house today. Maybe they'll wind up signing him before they leave. That would be a nice little move. I think the Jaguars, I mean, it's we've been talking about it. It's now time. I mean, they if they don't make the playoffs this year, it's a disappointment. But good for them for not blowing it up. Yeah. Like you're finally, we were able to see Caldwell's plan come into place. And every one of the teams on this list, the pair up of the coach and GM, you don't hear a lot of garbage and infighting and you know derision. The, they're they're essentially partners. Each one of these teams, and that's a team that doesn't have that. As a no mess. more excuses though. Like if they they have sure. given them a nice roster now, both guys coming in from other teams. They the, the drafts that have produced some nice players. If you're still going to go four and twelve this year, we, at a certain point you got to say, well, well we got to go in a different direction up top. Yeah, because it sounds like the Jaguars look like they can build a good team on paper, but if the defense continues to stink, if they if they blew that up, the next coach or GM that comes in has a lot to work with. Right. It would be a very attractive. Right. Job. I think if that ever if there was any change there, I, I just feel like it would be the coach and not the general manager Caldwell. And Bradley was a defensive coach. I mean, compared to last year, now he can work with Malik Jackson, Dante Fowler, Gibson, Amukamara. I mean, that's a lot of extra. <laughs> but he's good. right. No that's excuses. A lot. So, so, so it's no excuses. He said Derek be Mark's healthy for a whole year, too. Yeah. Fowler really is an X factor, too, because he was supposed to be a can't-miss guy. And you never know how somebody comes back from a knee injury, but some people come back like they never missed this missed the beat so if he turns out to be a real like player this team could be a lot different am i going to get sucked in are they going to be the team around the nfl i don't know but oh they're a strong candidate are they a nominee potentially i think i think the raiders are too. i think i think the raiders the jaguars the rams they're all candidates the, the rams, rams are not la rams baby hometown team. i like the idea of the rams <laughs> but it's it's hard with the quarterback you situation. watch case keenum every week i'm just saying we're out here how there's never going to be a time in our lives or that a team is moving to Los Angeles. Well, maybe next year when the <laughs> they have. Other to- than that, this is the first time the team's moving back here. We work for you know we're here at the NFL. They're like the new team. Who knows? Well, their quarterback plan might not be finished yet, Wes. It's also nothing is more discouraging than how Wes has turned on Case Keenum. We- the I mean, team you, of ATL, do you, you want to get him. done on, all day Sunday covering football and you're like, yeah, I can't wait to watch Jeff, Jeff Fisher's team play football when I get home and watch Game Pass. <laughs> Give me a break. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> We're running into the same wall we do every year where at, at first it's like, oh, this is going to be like a fun like group dynamic figuring out who the team of ATL is. And then, then we slowly come to realize it's just whatever Wes wants. <laughs> hey, I didn't stick you guys with the Chargers. <laughs> I was. I have no regrets about the Chargers. I have. I have regrets. Yeah, I went along for the ride on that one. You certainly did not. You weren't loyal to the cause, and people remember that, Wes. <laughs> Good, because <laughs> yeah. I was the one who made sense. Um. So anyway, let's talk about 
you want to get into the Chicago Bears? Maybe they could be a nominee. They could come back from the dead in Wes's life. Well, I think you they have a similar thing with Dante Fowler where you get Kevin White, who was mm. one of my favorite rookies going into the summer last year, and then he was lost for the season. You've got Alshon Jeffrey as your fan, franchise player. That's a dynamic young duo there. And then on the other side of the ball, I think Ryan Pace, their GM, deserves a lot of credit for overhauling that linebacker core uh, from a 4-3 into a 3-4 that really suits Vic Fangio. And he got Pernell McPhee last year, who should have been a pro bowler. And then this year to get Danny Trevathan and Jarrell Freeman, that's a really good in- inside linebacker duo. He's really remade this defense to suit Fangio. Well, it was it was amazing how well they played last year with so few guys that have ever played in the NFL before. They just – they just had a bunch of, you know, slappies, as they would say, or guys just playing for the first time, and yet they were very competitive. Like, they were just as good as plenty of defenses, like the Bills, who had tons of million-dollar plays. I like Trevathan. That's one of my favorite moves of the offseason. I thought he was underrated in Denver. Akeem Hicks, by the way, like, he was an afterthought when the Patriots traded for him. Now he gets two years, $10 million. Should be thanking uh, old Billy B for getting him paid. Does it concern you that Gase is gone, though? I think that Gase had a yes. lot to do with it. It was a watchable offense at, at best. I mean, it wasn't great, but everyone loves Gase that's played I'm for not, him. I'm, I'm not sure Gase is the genius everyone says he is. I guess I'll believe it when I see it. I'm if a little he turns Ryan Tannehill into a quarterback, I'll believe it. If I'm a Bears fan, though, I'm worried that I think they overachieved to win six games last year. So soft six, you're calling it. So I'm just saying they're going to have to be better just to win seven games. You know what I mean? They're going to have to be a lot is, better. The biggest worry is still Jay Cutler, that he's their quarterback. Um, one more point I wanted to make about this, guys. Now, when it comes t- time for hard knock season, they like to pick teams that are a little downtrodden, that have some juice. So on some level, yes. I like this this group of five teams as maybe a hard knocks candidate. Which one of these five teams would make a best fit oh, on the on. groundbreaking uh, HBO documentary series? Easy choice. It's the Raiders. Yeah, it's overdue to have a Raiders hard knocks. It's just true. just the, the the Mark Davis alone. I want more Mark Davis in my life. I mean, it's oh, not. Be it cannot be the, the Titans. The van. The box yeah. top it's van. The Raiders. It's it'd be a great. Wouldn't the Raiders want to do it too? Come on, Raiders. I can be good for them. Because I mean, you have to look at what you're, you've got in Tennessee. That's a boring mix of individuals for the most part. The Bears, I don't want to see John Fox for five weeks. A little Jay Cutler, Kristen Cavallari at nah, home action. Come like. on, please. I mean, no. I like Raiders that. make sense. Less Jay Cutler in my life. What do you like expect? Me some Cavallari. What do you think they're going to show? <laughs> I don't know what they're going to show, but I'd be interested to see what happens. Just make it sound so- salacious. Listen, it's like, HBO. Little- <laughs> Little, out of all the Cutler and Cavs action, <laughs> out of all the young quarterbacks on this list, though, I like Mariota the best. Really, and that's important. Bortles is my number one. Uh, I think Mariota has youngster. a chance for like greatness. The Jaguars are like when we talk about um, hard knocks. If you look at the NFL as a classroom, the Jaguars are the team where the teacher, which is like the HBO executive, okay, who wants to be the team? And the hands waving wildly and is like holding up the arms like, me, me, me. And they like look around, pretend not to see the Jaguars. <laughs> That's what happens every wow. year. Maybe this is the year they get a little love. We'll see. Wes, great piece. Uh, I'm looking forward to you reading it. Ed, I- you're a big-time Hard Knocks fan. Do you remember yes. the strange season that wasn't Hard Knocks? But that was Jaguars. Was, that was the Jaguars. Yeah. Yes, I do. That was weird. What was that? It was an NFL <laughs> Films production, if I mean, like, I'm not mistaken. Well, Josh Scobie was like predominantly I mean, featured. But it was an NFL Network aired NFL. It was Okay, it was aired on NFL. Yeah, HBO did not have its fingerprints on it. It was weird, though. Very similar show. It was show. good, though. It, it might have been during that show. period where Hard Knocks went underwater for a little bit. It was. It was. Anyway, good, good talk. Good Hard Knocks history talk. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's it for today's show. You know, we could, we can't do like seventy minute shows every every show. We gotta get back to our roots where we like to do tight forty five, tight fifties. Whatever the material calls for. Yeah, we don't have to stretch things out all the time, right, Mark? I would agree. I mean, why not have a show that's kinda clipped and gets yeah. right to business? It's like the new you know, the new Kendrick Lamar album. Just like thirty five minutes, but no one's complaining. You know what though? Give the song song titles and I'll plug in a little bit. <laughs> show me that you're putting in some effort. Um <laughs> It's like a different language. <laughs> um, Wes, this is like my reaction whenever you're making a 70s sitcom reference. I don't watch 70s sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, I saw Daniel Jeremiah downstairs 
Love that guy. And I did successfully broker an appearance for DJ at some point in the future to dig into the draft class. How about Thursday? He said Thursday's work? He's, he said Thursday's work. I, this you know, Thursday. Maybe we'll have him on this Thursday. Uh, if not, next Thursday. But soon we'll have DJ on. But we'll be back. Our next show will be on Wednesday where uh, we will. Ooh, a little early there. <laughs> little early, Brandon. <laughs> This is not how you end up on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Now I will punish you. You want you me to bail you out, don't you? No, not at all. You said you like them tight, so no. I'm going to hit the post for you. All right. We just sent home the construction workers. Yeah, put all the right. chisel down. Put the chisels down, guys. Marco. We will uh, – all right, take it down. Listen, <laughs> it's always – listen, it's always – Go ahead. This is Dan Hansis. Oh, that's right. That's how it starts it. Signing off for the mailman. Quiet Storm, the boss, and the Irishman behind the glass. I think I'm fired. <laughs> Till Wednesday. That is by far my favorite exchange in office history, though. After Dwight tries to undermine Michael by meeting with Jan at the diner, and he tells Michael he was at the dentist, and then Michael calls him out. He's like, he offers him like a handful of peanut butter, peanut M&Ms, and Dwight puts them in his mouth. And he's like, you said you were at the dentist. What's his name? And Dwight's like, Crentist. Huh. <laughs> and Michael's like, huh. <coughs> Maybe that's why I became a dentist. <laughs> yeah. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Calm. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.